Beamer Tire and Auto Repair, now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full-service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no-appointment-needed Quick Lube Shop. Check out their thousands of five-star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamerTire.com. Welcome into this week's edition of Best Bets with Ryan Stone. I'm your host, Ryan Stone. Uh, last week we had a great week in college football. Uh, seven and one. We're now twelve and four on the uh, on the season. Uh, so a lot of picks for you this week. Uh, six in college football and uh, actually eight in the uh, the NFL. All of them uh, are uh, are Sunday games. So uh, excited for this weekend. Our first uh, full weekend of uh, of having football back uh, let, let's recap a little bit about what we saw over the uh, over the weekend I, for one Alabama's Alabama uh, they're still right now far and away the best team in the country uh, Georgia looked great on the defensive side of the ball but I think they've got a ways to go on uh, on offense uh, if they're going to be able to uh, to compete with uh, with Alabama uh, also it just seemed like it was a week where a lot of the higher ranked teams, just laid eggs. Uh, maybe that's laying the foundation for a little bit of a, uh, a haywire, haywire year. Uh, Oklahoma struggled to close out Tulane. Uh, Ohio State struggled for most of the game with Minnesota. They're not a huge surprise conference game early in the season with a new quarterback. Uh, you know, Oregon struggled with uh, with Fresno State. Uh, it, it was just one of those weeks it seemed like where a lot of the higher ranked teams, besides Alabama, uh, really struggled uh, early on. So. It'll be interesting to see how things uh, shape up as we head down the uh, head down the stretch of the uh, of the season. Uh, as far as your tobacco road teams uh, this weekend, you've got uh, NC State on the road at Mississippi State. UNC will host uh, Georgia State. Wake will uh, uh, Wake will take on uh, blanket on who Wake actually takes on this uh, this week. Duke plays North Carolina A and T. Uh, you can hear that uh, that here tomorrow night. Uh, no spread has been announced on that game at this point, so we won't have a uh, won't have a bet on that one. Uh, blanket on who Wake plays, but it's somebody where the spread isn't even available. Oh, it's Norfolk State, so they're kind of kind of continuing you in their tour of the uh, the Tidewater area there in Virginia after playing ODU uh, last week, but still no spread available on that as well. Uh, Carolina's a twenty six point favorite, but after watching their offense last week and how bad their offensive line was, I, I mean I do expect them to win comfortably, obviously against Georgia State, but. Uh, 26. Uh, I'm not. I don't trust them that much uh, at this uh, this point. So I'm gonna stay away from that. I do, however, really like NC State uh, taking on uh, Mississippi State. Uh, that that game. It came out. The spread was announced initially as a pick'em. I actually took NC State then as a pick'em when the spread came out on Sunday because I thought that was really good value. It's still available. Uh, I believe they're a two and a half point favorite uh, now. Again, this game is on the road. For NC State, but this is a Mississippi State team that uh, they struggled last week. Had to come back late against uh, Louisiana Tech, who also NC State will play in the non-conference uh, schedule. Uh, and NC State just looked really good. Um, 
They looked really good against South Florida. I know it was just South Florida, but uh, the way that Mississippi State struggled against uh, Louisiana Tech uh, and the struggles they've had since Mike Leach came to uh, to Starkville, uh, I'm going to go with NC State. I think more of an experienced squad, uh, a lot of seniors, so I think they'll cover that uh, that two and a half point spread. Again, that game kicks off at seven o'clock Saturday night in uh, in Starkville. Uh, also, uh, really like uh, Virginia. Uh, against Illinois, they host the uh, the Illini on Sunday. The Wahoos are a 10-point favorite. I actually took it when it came out when they were an 11-point favorite. Uh, so I like Virginia a lot on this uh, this spread. Illinois, uh, they they looked okay against Nebraska. It was more Nebraska just looked awful in that uh, in that contest. Uh, and I think you know, and then they come back and lose to UTSA. It, this is a Virginia team that looked. I know it's William and Mary, but they put together a solid. You know, wire to wire performance on both sides of the ball, uh, with it being at Virginia. Uh, I think Bronco Mendenhall's teams are always going to play disciplined. Uh, I think we can question whether that'll be the case against this Illinois with this Illinois team uh, after what happened with them uh, them last week. So I like uh, Virginia minus ten in uh, in that spot. Uh, also, another noon kickoff: Pitt on the road at Tennessee. This initially came out as minus two. It's now minus three. Still like Pitt in this uh, in this spot at uh, minus three. Not sure I would take it over uh, minus three, but uh, they're just you know more experienced team. Uh, they're easier to trust at this point. Uh, Tennessee didn't look bad in their uh, in their opener, but it was it was Bowling Green. Don't know exactly what uh, what Bowling Green is at uh, at this point. I think Pitt is probably the better. Defensive squad, uh, and I think that'll uh, that'll be the difference. I also, you know, Pitt's offense put up 51 points uh, last week, and you know this Tennessee defense. Uh, they they gave up. They were really good against the run, uh, but gave up 187 yards passing uh, against an inferior opponent. So I think Pitt will be able to uh, to take advantage in that regard. So I like the Panthers uh, minus three in uh, in that spot. Uh, a little bit later kick. This one kicks off uh, mid-afternoon. TCU will host Cal. Uh, TCU was a nine-point favorite initially when it first came out. It's now been bet all the way up to 11.5. I still like the Horn Frogs there because I think with the game being at TCU, um, you know, Cal just looked rough last week, to put it bluntly. <laughs> it just it looked really bad uh, last week against uh, Nevada. Uh, this is a TCU team that a lot of people think is uh, you know, could be competing towards the uh, towards the top of the uh, the Big Twelve this uh, this season. So uh, Cal's offense only managed to score 17 points last week. Uh, you know against against Nevada defensively they gave up 312 yards passing. Uh, this is a TCU team that threw for 253 yards in their uh, in their opener. So I think uh, the Horn Frogs will find a way to uh, to win this game. Uh, pretty comfortably, uh, the way that they're uh, they're set up, uh, and then the uh, another game I like that kicks off around seven o'clock. Texas at our Texas and Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas, I, I can't figure out why Arkansas was only a six point underdog or six and a half point underdog when this first came out. Texas looked really good last week against a good Louisiana team, a team that's uh, that's favored to win the uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, like they won that game comfortably. It was never that close. Arkansas was trailing in the third quarter against Rice, and no knock on Rice. I think they're an improved squad and could be a bowl team, but 
the fact that it took Rice making some mistakes for them to uh, to finally be able to pull away in that one, I don't think that bodes well for uh, for Arkansas. Uh, so I like Texas, and I, I just think Texas has the superior talent going into uh, to this matchup. Uh, and then Liberty on the road at uh, Troy. That's another nighttime kick. I, I, I can't figure out the line movement on this. It was six when it first came out. It's been bet down to four, actually. But I, either way, I like Liberty. Uh, I think they're just... Troy hasn't been uh, a competitive squad in a while. Uh, it's been a few years, really, since Troy was that team that almost beat Florida State uh, a number of years ago and could you know put a scare into some power programs. We haven't really seen that from Troy in a while. Um, so I think... Liberty with uh, with Malik Willis at uh, quarterback, uh, I think they'll come out and be able to uh, to cover that spread on the road at uh, at Troy. So again, to re- recap those picks: NC State uh, minus two and a half at Mississippi State, Liberty minus four at Troy, UVA minus ten against Illinois, Texas minus six and a half against Arkansas, TCU. Uh, I took it at minus nine, but it's now minus eleven and a half versus Cal, and Pitt minus three at uh, at Tennessee. Uh, you'll notice I, I left off some interesting games. Probably three of the more interesting games on the uh, on the slate this weekend. I left off uh, Ohio State, Oregon. Uh, that number at fourteen and a half. It it's a tricky number because Oregon, while they struggled against Fresno State, Fresno State, I mean they they looked good in the opener uh, against a, a Connecticut team that's not very good, obviously. But uh, I wasn't necessarily surprised that Oregon struggled. With, uh, with Fresno State, and I'm not sure that Ohio State, with a young quarterback, uh, while the game is in Columbus, should be that big of a favorite, but it also, from a talent perspective, I think Ohio State probably has the more talented roster, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Buckeyes run away with it late. So, since I'm kind of iffy on that, uh, I stayed away there. I do think Ohio State probably wins the game. Um, I left off uh, App State, Miami, uh, mainly because of the line move. Um, you know, it's seven and a half to nine. Uh, it's kind of a bit in Miami's favor. Uh, but there is a history of teams that coming off of playing Alabama in the opener, struggling or losing in their uh, in their next game. So keep that in mind. I may end up putting a, a little sprinkle on uh, on App State with uh, with that one, but haven't made up my mind yet. Uh, and then Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, this one. I think it's the best game of the weekend, uh, probably the biggest game in the history of this rivalry, and Iowa looked better last Saturday, but they're still a four-and-a-half-point dog. I think Iowa State is the more talented team. Uh, if I had to place a bet on this, I'd probably take Iowa plus four-and-a-half, but like I said, I do think Iowa State is the more talented team. It, it, I think it might come down to who the better coach team is. And both these coaches, Kirk Ferentz and Matt Campbell, are, are both pretty good at what they do. So uh, that's why I'm just going to stay away from that one and, and enjoy watching that game. But uh, I do think it's a really interesting matchup. Um, you know, for Iowa, I don't think Iowa, we'll, we'll find out, um, you know, especially since Wisconsin lost, maybe Iowa does have a chance to, uh, to win the West uh, and sneak into the. Big Ten championship and maybe play a factor in the college football playoff if they can win this game, but it's immediate implications for Iowa State because they have to deal with Oklahoma in the Big Twelve and the Big Twelve not really being the power being a power conference of late. You need to perform well in the uh, in the non conference. So uh, big game for uh, for both teams, though, no question about that. 
We'll go ahead and step aside for our first break. When we come back, we will step into our first week NFL bets. Stay tuned here on Tobacco Road, sportsradio.com. into Best Bets with Ryan Stone. I'm your host, Ryan Stone. Uh, first segment, we got into our college football bets for uh, for week two, but our Sundays are a lot more full now because we got Cal- we got the NFL back in the uh, in the fold this week. So a lot to uh, to get to with the uh, the NFL slate, full slate of games. Of course, the opener on uh, on Thursday night, Cowboys and uh, and Buccaneers. Uh, then you've got uh, one, only one Monday night game this year, so 14 games uh, on Sunday here for the opener. Uh, and just to, let's just run down the slate first of all, uh, and go over the lines before I get into the uh, the best bets. Uh, you've got the Cardinals on the road at the Titans. Tennessee a three point favorite in that one. Jacksonville is on the road at Houston. Jaguars are a three point favorite there. Chargers at Washington. Only a one-point line there. That's by far the closest line of the uh, of the weekend. Uh, Minnesota hosts or Minnesota on the road at Cincinnati. Uh, the Vikings are a three-point favorite in that contest. Carolina, your Carolina Panthers will host the Jets. Of course, opportunity for Sam Darnold to get some revenge. Panthers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Atlanta is a three-point favorite as they host Philadelphia. The Bills are a six-and-a-half-point favorite as they host the Steelers. San Francisco on the road at Detroit. 49ers are a seven and a half point favorite. Seattle on the road at Indianapolis. The Seahawks are a two and a half point favorite. Those are all the one o'clock games. Uh, and then you've got four games that kick off at 425. Cleveland at, at Kansas City. The Chiefs are a six point favorite. Denver at the Giants. Uh, the Broncos, a three point favorite in Mountain. Green Bay at New Orleans. The Packers are a four point favorite. Then Miami at New England. Uh, New England is a three-point favorite. The Sunday night game, you've got Chicago at the Rams. The Rams are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. And then on Monday night, you've got Baltimore taking on Las Vegas. Uh, the Ravens are a four-and-a-half-point favorite in uh, in that matchup. I, I've got eight games of of those uh, fifteen uh, that I like the uh, like the lines on this uh, this weekend. Uh, we're gonna start with Panthers and Jets. Like I said, it is the opportunity for uh, for Sam Darnold to uh, to get some revenge as he uh, hosts his uh, his former team, uh, Christian McCaffrey back in the fold. Uh, young Panthers defense that's uh, that's starting to get better and starting to play better. Uh, I, I just think talent wise, uh, the Panthers are the better team, uh, so I think they end up winning this game uh, pretty convincingly. So I'll take uh, Carolina my minus five and a half points in that one. Uh, you got the Vikings on the road at the Bengals. Uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to know what to expect from uh, from Joey Burrow. Um, Jamar Chase didn't look that good in the preseason either, so don't know how good his weapons are going to be. Uh, we know the Vikings have Dalvin Cook and they can run the ball, uh, and I will hedge my bet on that uh, and take the Vikings minus three. Uh, the Falcons uh, minus three against Philadelphia. A lot of people kind of seem to like this Philadelphia team as kind of a underdog pick. Uh, preseason going into this this uh, this NFL season, and I, I just don't see it uh, from a talent perspective. I just don't know 
where the talent is on this um, on this Eagles roster. Uh, I know the Falcons can score points. I don't know if they can stop anybody. I do know they can score points, and I think they'll outscore Philadelphia and cover a, uh, a three-point spread. Buffalo-Pittsburgh is probably the, in terms of Sunday afternoon games, one of the more high-profile matchups. Uh, and I, I, we don't know if T.J. Watt's going to play uh, for Pittsburgh. That's a big deal for their uh, for their defense. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bills minus six and a half. I just think they're the more talented squad anyway. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, but I think ultimately uh, Buffalo will win this game by a uh, by a touchdown or more. Uh, Seattle on the road at Indianapolis. Carson Wentz is expected to play. That's the latest report. Uh, which is a miraculous recovery, and he deserves credit for that in itself. But he's missed a lot of the preseason, uh, which means he's missed a lot of reps. Um, and it, it, when it comes down to that, and you factor in the, the decision here, quarterback-wise, I, I'm going to trust Russell Wilson in this spot in the opener. If this was week six, might be a different perspective on it, because uh, I do think the Colts might have a slightly more talented roster. Uh, but... In this spot, I'm going to trust Russell Wilson in the Seahawks, uh, minus two and a half points. Uh, Chiefs-Browns, uh, it's, it's, the Browns have an extremely good roster, and it might and it is right there with Kansas City's. But the fact that it's at Arrowhead, <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes, it's a chance for the Chiefs coming off a Super Bowl loss to make a statement in an opener against a team that is supposedly going to threaten them this season. It, it just all lines up for this to be a, bit, a, a big performance out of the Chiefs and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to go with uh, the Chiefs minus six in that, uh, in that spot. Packers Saints, this game's been moved to Jacksonville because of uh, Hurricane Ida. I, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, I don't think. I still would have liked the Packers, but taking it away from the Superdome takes a lot of fans away from uh, from the Saints and what could have been the maybe the one impact that they could have had or one favorable thing they could have had in this matchup uh, and I just uh, I think the Packers are the better team uh, without Drew Brees first game without Drew Brees uh, I just I'm, I'm gonna go with the Packers I'm gonna trust Aaron Rodgers despite all the uh, the offseason tumultuous uh, besides all the the drama that went on in this offseason uh, I'm gonna trust Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, minus four points in that spot. And then uh, Pats, Dolphins. I, I'm going to take New England. Uh, minus three. I know Miami's kind of a popular bet when you look at uh, where the numbers are in Vegas. It's actually even to take the Pats at minus three right now. But I think the eight out opt-outs from last year, it, it says something to me that they went with Mac Jones, that they gave him this kind of trust early in the season. Uh, Tua, I, I just don't, I just, I just don't buy it, and I don't know where the, where the weapons are for uh, for Tua at uh, at this point. So I'm going to take the Patriots. I, I think uh, the eight opt outs, the Bill Belichick revenge tour, it's in New England. Uh, it to me, it all points to a Patriots victory. Uh, we'll find out though. Uh, but I like the Patriots in that spot minus three. Uh, and I, I'm going to go ahead and add two more, actually. I said I was only going to do eight. I'm going to go ahead and add two more. Why not? It's the opening week. And these are both big spreads. But uh, Bears-Rams, I, on Sunday night, I just, unless Justin Fields plays, Andy Dalton is essentially going to be a sitting duck in the pocket 
against this uh, against this Rams pass rush and against this Rams defense. So the only way that I think this game is less than a seven and a half point loss is if Justin Fields gets in there and makes some things happen. I'm going to bank on that not happening. I don't think they feed him to the Wolves in week one uh, with, uh, with Aaron Donald and company. So I'm going to go with the Rams minus seven and a half in that spot. And then 49ers minus seven and a half against the, uh, against the, the, uh, the Lions. I, the Lions and the Texans are right there for worst team in the NFL to me. Um, I think the 49ers, you know, regardless who plays at quarterback, Garoppolo or Trey Lance, it doesn't really matter in this one. Uh, because I, <laughs> you look at the two rosters and they could not be further apart in terms of, uh, of talent. So I think the 49ers win that game, despite the fact that it's in Detroit. I don't think that matters at all. I think that uh, they win the game comfortably, minus uh, minus seven and a half. So the other games I didn't put anything on. Tennessee, Arizona is a little too close to call for me. I would lean Tennessee, but it's a little too close to call. Jacksonville, Houston, I, I, Tyrod Taylor at quarterback, t- Trevor Lawrence, a rookie at quarterback, no idea what to expect. Uh, Chargers, Washington, Washington. That, those teams, there's not a lot of separation for me, which is why it's a one-point line. And I don't know who I think the better team is. So that's why I'm just going to stay away from uh, from that one. And then uh, you got uh, let's Denver, New York is a similar thing to what I was saying about Jacksonville and uh, Houston. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, how much difference does he make for the Broncos? We'll find out early. Uh, also, not a ton of trust in, uh, in Daniel Jones at this point. Uh, either. And then Baltimore, Las Vegas. I need to see the Ravens. There's no question they're the more talented team in this matchup. But I need to see the Ravens, what what they do at running back. You know, after losing J.K. Dobbins uh, and another back, or Justice Hill, to, uh, to injury, I need to see what they do at running back. Can Gus Edwards carry the load for this team? Uh, do they give Lamar Jackson some more uh, more running plays potentially? Uh, I need to see. I just need to see what Baltimore does. I think they're the more talented team. And I don't debate that at all. But I just need to see how this how this running attack is going to adjust uh, now that they've lost J.K. Dobbins and uh, and Justice Hill. So that's my reason from uh, for uh, for staying away in uh, in that matchup. So that'll do it for this week's show. Again, happy betting. Best of luck. Hopefully we uh, we make you some money again this uh, this weekend. Make sure you tune back in next week. Also, always check out TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com, at Tobacco Radio on Twitter, and Tobacco Road Sports Radio on Facebook.